Hey, and welcome to the Healthier You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and I'm a women's health coach. Each week, we delve into all things health and wellness, whether that be nutrition, hormones, periods, stress management, personal growth, and everything in between. It's my mission to guide you into being the CEO of your own body and life by understanding how to support your health and your hormones so that you can leave feeling lit up, tuned in, and turned on by your life. I am so excited that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Healthier You. So this week we're going to be chatting about how to stay on top of your health while you are traveling and this kind of applies to you whether you're going on holiday, maybe a weekend away or maybe you travel a lot with work as well and so you are looking for ways to stay on top of your health while you're kind of out of routine and out and about and obviously the timing for this episode is super fitting because I just came back from honestly the most wonderful weekend in Paris for those of you who didn't listen to last week's episode. Ashley surprised me for my 30th birthday with a trip to Paris, which I've never been to Paris before. And I've actually never spent much time in France at all, to be honest. So it was a brand new experience for me. And it was just everything that I imagined it to be and more. It was so beautiful. Um, It's such a feminine city. Obviously, I'm used to with growing up in Poland, going backwards and forwards to Poland. And it has Obviously, different European cities have completely different vibes, and so it was just so nice to experience Paris. It is such a romantic, feminine, beautiful place, and one of the things that I absolutely love about Europe is their kind of slow living, really. The fact that they are just um, naturally very mindful people. They eat very mindfully. They drink very mindfully. So their relationship with alcohol, and obviously we'll have a little bit of a chit chat about that in a second, um, but their relationship with alcohol tends to be a lot more mindful and they just really appreciate slow living and quality. And I think those two things are things that are really important for me as well and my value system. So whenever I go back to Europe, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm at home here and then proceed to beg Ashley to move to Poland um, every single time we go on a trip because it just reminds me how much I love being in Europe. Um, So that was that. We also had a little bit of a mare because, you know, I am a country gal. It is very difficult for me to put together outfits. I don't know if anybody else is feeling this way, but ever since the pandemic and lockdowns and all of those things, I have just found it so difficult to put together an outfit. And I live in the Peak District. So my whole wardrobe right now consists of activewear, outdoor gear, fleeces, waterproofs. You know, I live in the Peak District. Come on. Um, There is no need out here for me to be putting together nice, classy, put together outfits. And so I spent a long time doing a lot of research on Pinterest on outfits that I wanted to take and and did a few shopping trips which I definitely don't recommend in your luteal phase like shopping in general is quite stressful for me I'm the sort of person that likes to get in get off get out with finding what I want I usually see something I like buy it and then not think about it again I'm not the sort of person that goes in for a casual stroll but definitely in my luteal phase I have no patience for cues or not being able to find clothes or whatever else so we had a bit of a mare but weekend complete we absolutely loved it we had such a great time it was so lovely to connect with Ashley again over the weekend we've been so busy with our own kind of things that we've had going on so it's just been so nice to spend some time together and I think when you have a dog as well all of your conversations conversations really revolve around the dog like if you looked at me and Ashley's chat to each other it's like how's Sage? Sage has been outside she's look at this picture of Sage and so it was just nice (laughs) to go out and do something adventurous and fun together Ash and I really connected over travel and the reason that we I think the reason that we ended up getting on so well in the first instance in our dating days was because we just both have this 
need to travel and need to explore different cultures and everything else and so when we travel we are just in our absolute element so that was absolutely amazing really really loved it and it also kind of reminded me because obviously every time I go away and travel it is something that I used to be plagued with so much when I struggled with my relationship with food because first of all I would spend the whole run-up to my holiday or break or whatever restricting and not letting myself eat and um, dieting and over-exercising to try and quote-unquote look the best that I possibly can for when I'm on holiday and then I would use the holiday time or the weekend away time or whatever it is um, even if it was a special event as an excuse or a reason to binge and overeat and overindulge and essentially overcompensate and then of course you come back home and you're in a worse position than you were when you left because you're feeling bloated, sluggish, crappy, and you're beating yourself up and your head's all over the place. And so that's the way that I used to travel. And on top of that, because I was struggling so much with my gut health at the time and always have done all the way through teenage years, early 20s, my gut was an absolute mess. I was constantly bloated, constantly constipated um, and then kind of fluctuating between needing to run to the toilet and not going to the toilet for days on end um, and just feeling so uncomfortable and in pain. Then obviously that having a knock-on effect for my hormones and I think a lot of people don't really understand the link between gut health and hormones but those two things are completely interlinked because when you are when you go to the toilet essentially when you go for a poo you're excreting any excess hormone so anyone who really struggles with constipation the likelihood is that you're also struggling with a hormonal imbalance because you're not excreting excess hormone that doesn't belong in your body anymore and so it's recirculating around your body and that's why we can experience high estrogen low progesterone because that estrogen is just recirculating recirculating around your body and it really just hasn't got the opportunity to exit the body so when I was traveling I was struggling so badly with my health and then with my relationship with food as well and it was just this perfect storm for feeling really crappy and rubbish and so now when I travel I am so particular and naturally when you're traveling it's really hard to keep on top of your health in general just because you're completely out of your routine and your body loves routine right we've spoken about this so many times that your body loves safety your body loves routine and so if you are not providing your body with that safety that routine you're um you know you're waking up at different times you're flying which is naturally really dehydrating for the body and we'll talk about that in a second as well um so there are lots of things that you're doing that are out of the ordinary the food is different the water is different the quality of everything is so different and so your body might take that as a little bit of a shock and it naturally has a bit of a knock-on effect with your symptoms your gut health your hormone health and all the things and then of course it's really important to take into account your relationship with food as well and if you're the sort of person who's restricting 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 and then on your holiday you're kind of like screw it I'm just going to eat everything I want that also needs to be addressed because if you are someone who loves to travel having this kind of plaguing your holidays where you're like on on off relationship with food and then you're overeating and feeling really rubbish it just accentuates your symptoms so that's really important to address as well so we're going to have a chat through some of the things that I love to do to stay on top of my health when I'm on holiday to keep um, me feeling really good and to really support my body back into safety and routine and all of those things while I am traveling. So I want to get started with talking about hydration because hydration is so, so important, especially when you are traveling. I don't think many people realize just how dehydrating flying actually is for your body. And I think especially here in the UK, we have this culture where we'll go to the airport and straight away, the first thing that we'll order is an alcoholic drink, which there is nothing inherently wrong with that. But I think it's important to, once you have evaluated your relationship with foods and you've worked through your relationship with food, then evaluate your 
um, relationship with alcohol and evaluate your intention behind why alcohol is something that you're reaching for because I think this is something that I've really prioritized over the last year or so is really starting to understand like when I say that I'm going to have an alcoholic drink why is that what's the intention behind that and what is it really giving me and so I'm not sober by any means, but I really like having a very intentional and mindful relationship with alcohol. So that's something to think about. And maybe we need to do an episode on that at one point. But I think we definitely do have a culture here in the UK where we'll go to the airport and the first thing we'll do is order an alcoholic drink and maybe a meal that tends to be quite a dehydrating meal as well, because they don't tend to be fresh foods that you get at the airport in general. And so then we get on our flight, we maybe have more packet foods as snacks. And then by the time we land, we feel bloated, gross, rubbish, dry and just completely dehydrated and so the first tip here is to stay so hydrated make your number one um, aim for your flight and for the process of the airport staying hydrated and I think one of my favorite hacks here is to add in some coconut water because coconut water is naturally quite rich in minerals and so not only are you getting um, hydration, but you're also getting a bunch of minerals in there as well. And I always notice a massive difference when I drink a liter of water at the airport um, and uh, coconut water as well for the flight that I feel so much better when I land versus when I don't prioritize that. So staying hydrated is absolutely key. And naturally being quite intentional about the snacks that you're having as well and making sure that they're not super dehydrating either or that there's an equal amount of hydrating foods such as, you know, fruits. I always love to go and get a fruit bowl. Um, You know, you can pack these beforehand and take them with you as well. You don't necessarily need to actually buy this at the airport you could prepare it beforehand in a Tupperware and take it with you but really focusing on hydrating foods that are full of vitamins and minerals that are going to support you in feeling you know I like to come off a flight still feeling plump like I've got um you know like my skin isn't completely dry like my hair isn't completely brittle because I can literally feel that even um on a shorter flight when I don't prioritize being hydrated purely because it is just such a dehydrating experience in general so replenishing that is going to be so so important and that carries on throughout your whole trip because you are probably going to be drinking a little bit more alcohol probably going to be indulging in foods that you perhaps wouldn't do at home um It is really, really important to just ensure that you're replenishing that hydration throughout the day. You're probably going to be doing more steps than usual as well, especially if you're a little adventurer like me and you like to kind of walk around the streets the whole time. So um, investing in a really good water bottle that you can take with you and keep refilling or ensuring that you are getting water every time you sit down for a meal, um, you are ordering water and making sure that you drink that before you then leave. Um, I think it's really, really easy to forget about water when you're traveling because you're just kind of like walking around and you're so stimulated and everything else, but it's so, so important to keep keep on top of that um, and continue to hydrate. So the next thing is start every day with a high protein breakfast. Now I used to do this all the time where I would spend my entire holiday restricting on meals so that I could indulge in the like play fun foods, right? So I would try and eat as little as possible for breakfast, lunch and dinner so that I could have all of the street donuts, so that I could have all of the, you know, the baked goods, all of the things. And then what I would end up doing is over consuming on all of the fun foods because I was absolutely starving and not prioritizing eating the right nutrients that are going to keep me full and satisfied all day. So make your non-negotiable when you're traveling, having your high protein foods and especially a high protein breakfast. And this comes back down to what is your relationship with food like? Because if you're in a situation where you really value the quick fix foods and you've got yourself into that headspace where those foods are the most quote unquote fun, then 
there's some work to be done there around your relationship with food because nourishing yourself and giving yourself that baseline level of nourishment, the protein-rich foods, the fiber-rich foods, the foods that are rich in all of the nutrients that you are going to need to give you the energy to do the things that you need to do that day, not only is that going to give you that sustained level of energy, but it's also going to mean that you're not craving those quick-fix play foods. And that doesn't mean don't indulge in them. It means that they're an addition while you're on holiday versus that they are the main event, right? And so make the main event your three meals. It is so unhelpful to restrict meals so that you can kind of overcompensate later on down the line, you're better off having a really foundational level of good nutrition throughout the day and then indulging in those things um, every now and again throughout the day if you want to, or again, reevaluate your relationship with food there and what is your value system when it comes to holidays and what's important for you versus what isn't. And that same goes for alcohol as well, because I think a lot of people go abroad and their kind of like main event is sitting and having a drink or whatever else which is totally fine but evaluate your values um, and think about what your values are um, so that you can base your actions on that but as a non-negotiable it is so so important to have that foundational level of nourishment making sure that you're having your high protein breakfast first thing in the morning um, making sure that you're eating enough throughout the day so that you're then not naturally craving all of the other things that are just going to put you on a blood sugar roller coaster for the day and make you feel crappy and uh, mean that you're having kind of energy dips throughout the day and stuff like that as well so the next one is to walk 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 and um, walking is such an amazing way of seeing wherever it is that you're going I think a lot of people worry that they're going to be completely out of routine when they're traveling because they're not going to the gym or they're not having their usual kind of like proactive exercise routine. But it is so easy to do so many steps when you're on holiday because you have so much time in a day. Ash and I were literally doing 20K steps a day when we were in Paris. It was so amazing. It was such a great way of exploring the city. We found so many different places that we wouldn't have found if we were just getting the metro everywhere. We really did make an effort to walk as much as we possibly can. And so there are also other ways to see the city you know we when we went to Copenhagen a few years back we hired bikes and cycled around the city and that was such a good way of seeing it as well and so there are so many ways that you can move your body more and don't forget that playing is movement right when you're playing if you're at the beach with your family and you're playing with your kids or whatever it is that is movement so that counts but moving your body physically as much as possible when you're on holiday is going to be so helpful for you because it is going to make you feel so much more energized it means that you're expending energy in a way as well and you're just going to be feeling so much better so getting those steps in um, it's going to do wonders for your blood sugar regulation as well so if you do go out for a big long meal instead of getting the metro or getting you know a taxi straight away can you walk for 10 minutes first and just let that meal sit for a little bit that will support you in um, regulating your blood sugar levels afterwards and helping you digest your food a lot better as well and so walking is so so helpful and especially if you struggle with constipation when you travel which is something that I am actually quite prone to whenever I'm out of routine my stomach is just like oh we're out of routine cool we're on strike we're not doing anything so movement creates movement when you are out and about and you're walking and you're moving your body and staying hydrated and focusing on those nourishing foods then naturally that is going to stimulate your body to continue doing the processes that it needs to do in order to function at its best so if you do struggle with going to the toilet or you find that really difficult when you're on holiday walking is so so helpful for the relief of that and to really support the digestive process as well so the next thing that I recommend is to pack some supportive supplements depending on whatever it is that you tend to struggle with when you're on holiday so for example if you struggle with sleep 
when you're on holiday and I honestly believe obviously this is not medical advice in any way shape or form but I think that many people would benefit from a good quality magnesium supplement and so if you struggle with sleep or if you struggle with energy or if you struggle with stress and feeling nervous and anxious and all sorts of different things magnesium is a really really helpful supplement for that and so I always pack a magnesium supplement it also, depending on um, whether you struggle with constipation or not, there's a different type of magnesium called mag- magnesium citrate, um, which is quite helpful for helping you kind of helping things move through your body. Um, and so um, can be quite good for anyone struggling with constipation. So again, not medical advice, have a, a little bit of research um, on that and, and see if it feels good for you. And um, another supplement that I like to pack is something that supports digestion. So for example, I love digestive bitters. You can get them in tincture form and essentially you would have a little drop of digestive bitters before your meal and it will help your body to stimulate the digestive juices that you need to break down your food and absorb the nutrients from your food as well. So if you are someone who really struggles with digestion, then um, digestive bitters can be really, really helpful. You can also get supplements that include um, digestive enzymes and things like that that really support I don't really recommend being on digestive enzymes long term because what you really want to do is support your body into making its own enzymes if you're constantly taking digestive enzymes you run the risk of teaching your body that it doesn't really need to make any because there's always going to be some there and so what's most helpful is to really support your body with creating its own enzymes and stimulating its own enzymes and its own juices so that it can do that process itself you don't want to be on digestive enzymes long term but if you really struggle with digestion when you're away it might be a handy thing to support you with short term um, so that you can digest your food in the best way possible there are also forms of digestive supplements that support with the digestion of um, gluten if you're sensitive to gluten and I think a lot of people are sensitive to gluten really So if you're in a place where it's extremely difficult to get hold of gluten-free foods, then having something to support you with that can be really helpful as well. So those are the types of supplements that I like to take with me. It's always magnesium is a non-negotiable. Vitamin C is also really helpful if you're quite used to um, struggling with your immunity when you're on flights and you you tend to feel um, uh, quite unwell or when you're on holiday, you tend to be prone to kind of getting colds and snivels and things like that. So if you are prone to that, then a vitamin vitamin C supplement might be helpful always try to go for whole food if you can and obviously you know increasing those vitamin C rich foods while you're away so things like oranges citrus fruits um, peppers things like that and just increasing the amount of those is super super helpful Um, another thing on the supplement front that Ashley and I always do and this is the same even if we go somewhere in the UK that is a little bit different we will always take our own herbal teas And I absolutely love Yogi Tea, which is a brand of tea that you'll probably find in most health food stores. But I absolutely love Yogi Tea because they do lots of different kinds. Um, So I took with me the nighttime tea that's really supportive for sleep. I took with me the stomach ease blend as well, which was amazing because um, it really supports with any sort of bloating or anything like that that you might experience that while you're away or just support you in the digestion of the food that you're eating, especially if you're going somewhere where the food tends to be really, really rich in comparison to what you would usually eat at home. It's just helpful to have those things to support. So the stomach ease blend that yogi tea do have things like ginger, fennel, and all of those good, amazing herbs that really support you in feeling, you know, ease, ease when you're digesting which is really really good 
Again, if you struggle with your digestion while you're away, peppermint teas might be really helpful. Spearmint tea for anybody struggling with hormonal imbalances um, or skin issues while they're away, a spearmint tea might be really helpful. And if you're going to be on your period and you know that you're quite prone to cramping and things like that while you're traveling, then a raspberry leaf tea might be really helpful for you as well. So take a stash of herbal teas and things that you know that are going to be really supportive. Ash and I have a ritual when we're away that doesn't matter what we do, what time we come back in the evening, we try to sit together and have a herbal tea before we go to bed and kind of debrief the day. And it just really is our ritual. We do that at home as well, to be honest. We always love to sit together and have a herbal tea and just have a little bit of a chit chat about our day before we go to bed, which is just such a lovely part of my day. And that kind of brings me on to my next point, which is trying to stay on top of some sort of routine. I think when you're going on holiday, obviously it's nice to prioritize sleeping more. And if you're going to bed really late, making sure that you're um, getting in enough sleep, it's really, really important that you are getting enough sleep. That's one of the absolute fundamentals of good health. But if you can, and if you feel like this is of value to you and you want to enjoy the days as much as you can it is so so important to try and have some form of routine and not be going to bed super super late and then waking up super super early in the morning so that you're literally knackering yourself out and just feeling really rubbish so trying to stay to some form of routine ash and i still go to bed pretty early when we're on holiday and we like to wake up really early and breakfast is our favorite meal of the day so we love to go out for breakfast but really and this is kind of what i was trying to say earlier when we spoke about really aligning this with your values and i think what's really really helpful is when you go away ask yourself what do i want to get out of this trip do i want to get rest out of this trip is this a party trip is this a trip where i'm going to hang out with my friends is this a trip where i'm going to explore the food like really get to grips with what it is that you want out of that holiday before you go so that you're not going and trying to do all of the things and then being disappointed when you come back because you didn't get rest I think it's so important to really and before you do anything really what's your intention what is it that you want to get out of the trip and then you can start to reverse engineer the types of things that you're going to need to take with you and your non-negotiables while you're away to support you in feeling that if you want to feel super well rested then keep on top of a routine that feels really good if you want to go and party and hang out with your friends and stay up till all hours in the morning great and maybe sleep in so that you are still getting enough rest and sleep but really evaluate like why am I going what's important for this trip what do I need what's the human need behind all of this and how can I support myself in receiving that while I'm away Another thing that I just find so, so important is this notion of structure giving you freedom. So I think a lot of people think that this structure in their day is frustrating, boring, annoying, all of these different things. And actually it's the structure that's giving you the energy for the freedom that you want when you're away, right? So when I have a routine while I'm away and I go to bed at a decent time, I have my herbal tea before I go to bed, I wake up and have a high protein breakfast first thing in the morning, I'm making sure that I'm staying hydrated, I'm getting the nutrients that I need I feel so good that it feels like I've got more time in the day and I feel so high energy that I make the most out of every day versus going and feeling absolutely rubbish because I'm not staying hydrated my routine's completely out of whack so I am feeling sluggish and tired and all over the place and so really evaluate what kind of structure you are going to need to support you in feeling good and consistent and 
having more energy on your trip as well and I think that's really helpful and obviously you don't have to do exactly what I do but think of a structure that feels really good for your lifestyle and your value system and what you want to get out of the trip as well. And finally, have a think about what's going to support you in relieving stress. What is a stress reliever for you? What calms your nervous system? Again, going back to this idea of structure, is it that for you, even when you're away, you need two minutes a day to meditate or you need two minutes a day to do some deep breathing before you start your day? Is it that you need to listen to some good music? Is it that you need to have five minutes by yourself in the hotel room to have a little bit of a boogie before you go out for your meal or whatever it is, right? Have a think about some things that really light you up and bring you joy. I think sometimes we are so used to being in a situation where we're like running at 100 miles an hour all the time thinking about a million things at once that when we go on holiday we kind of adopt that mindset with everything we're like right we need to go and see this and we need to go and do this and we really forget that we're there to rest and recoup and relax and I think that's why it's so easy then to turn to things like food and alcohol as stimulants because we're not really addressing the root cause of the problem which is that we need to relax our nervous systems and so what is really genuinely relaxing for you and what ways can you do that that are more wholesome so what do you really really need do you need to sit in a cafe for an hour and read your book while you people watch and sip on your morning coffee or whatever it is you know what do you need what feels really good for you and really plan to do those things and book in those things if you can and when you can even if it's just five minutes because recalibrating your nervous system is what going away is all about right and so really kind of prioritizing the stress management piece and Um, I think it's a really good idea to really set an intention before you go away as well and really kind of pick a word that feels really good to you and every single day just remind yourself of like okay this trip is for adventure so how can we um, embody this word of adventure today or this um, trip is about connection so how can I get connection and you can do this every single day you don't have to be on holiday to be able to do this and really pick a word and kind of make that your intention of the day but I just think it's so nice to re-remind yourself of why it is that you're going away and what it all means and um, why it's so important for you so I hope that you found this helpful I feel like there's been an equal amount of mindset tips and also tips around you know supplements and things that you can take with you as well so I hope this has been really really helpful and of course a little reminder to really be intentional with your relationship with food as well and um, be mindful to not get into that habit of you know restricting and then overcompensating and having this really temporary mindset around you know I'm going to go crazy while I'm out away on holiday and then when I go home I'm going to restrict and make up for it and overcompensate like that kind of mindset is just so unhelpful long term and makes you feel so rubbish long term so I think it's so so important to really you know evaluate your relationship with food do that work on your relationship with food so that then you're not in this place where you're kind of off and on again all the time and then holidays become stressful and um just a lot right so um i think if you are really resonating with that piece go to the first ever episode of the podcast which is around the links between pleasure and binge eating and i think that one would be a really really helpful one for you as well because it really talks about the fact that sometimes our relationship with food is really just covering up this idea that we're seeking pleasure and i think it's so so important to seek wholesome pleasure that feels you know that's genuine pleasure versus pseudo pleasure which is like binging overeating and you know insert destructive behavior here so something to have a think about anyway but I hope this has been helpful I hope this has been fun and I look forward to hearing from you of you know what you took away from this episode as always and this might be one that you just want to bookmark and save for later for when you do go on holiday if you're not going yet 
But as always, drop me a message on Instagram and let me know what you took from this episode. And of course, give it a screenshot, tag me in it so I can reach out and say hi. And I hope that you have a lovely week.